Welcome to My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's guest is Holden Payne, the Technical Director of Exhibition and Production for Sundance Institute. Holden and I speak about how Sundance Film Festival utilizes video conferencing by having filmmakers that aren't on location video conference in and speak to the audience about their film. We speak about everything from getting remote participants to video conference into the system. Basically, we send them a link uh, that, it, you know, as long as they're on uh, a strong network on their end, they f- they connect to that link with their laptop. To the technical aspects of setting up a video conferencing system on location. I know my side uh, is dialed in. Like, the Achilles heel of this is, is the network that the person is calling in on. Holden's story really highlights the fact that video conferencing doesn't just need to exist in conference rooms and boardrooms. The ultimate goal of video conferencing is to connect employees, and that doesn't mean just through meetings. We're getting to a point where people can video conference in from virtually anywhere in the world. So limiting where people can video conference in from and where they can video conference to sort of defeats the purpose of having that system. We use video conferencing to connect people that are in two completely different places around the country or around the world. And of course, in meetings and in boardrooms and conference rooms, it's extremely beneficial to be able to see someone and see how they emote and see how they move and see the facial expressions that they have. But that's all important in any interaction. Obviously, most companies don't have something like Sundance Film Festival to use video conferencing in the way that Holden has. However, his story can show you how to think outside the box and how to think about your video conferencing system as something that connects people, not just something that you can stick in the boardroom so that you can extend the meeting. So as you listen to this interview, I challenge you to think about how your own company can use video conferencing in unique ways. And I'll let Holden explain how his company utilizes video conferencing in its own unique way. Enjoy. Today on My Tech Decisions podcast, we have Holden Payne, the Technical Director of Exhibition and Production for the Sundance Institute. Uh, We have Holden on because at this year's Sundance Film Festival, uh, there was a video conferencing element to the festival. Uh, At the end of um, uh, different uh, shows and different films, um, the audience has a chance to speak with some of the filmmakers, and some of the filmmakers that weren't there this year were able to video conference in. So thank you very much, Holden, for coming in to talk about this process. Yeah, happy happy to join you. Uh, so right off the bat, how did Sundance Film Festival use video conferencing? What is the typical process like uh, for an audience that gets to speak with a filmmaker that's at the show? And then what was the video conferencing process like? So um, we've actually had a relationship with Polycom for uh, a few years now, Um, and uh, um, how we, you know, how we we utilize it is that um, we will um, uh, bring in a guest, like you said, that 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 couldn't make it. Uh, The most exciting one that we did this year is that we had a documentary on uh on the Syrian conflict and we were able to bring in um someone that's uh working as a reporter in from 
in from Syria. And it's basically um, how we do it is we have a, a camera set up in the theater so that the person participating um, remotely is able to see um, the audience in the theater and um, the programmer and uh, other guests that were able to make it. Um, to the festival uh, on this on the stage, so we kind of set it up in the back of the theater, um, and uh, we have it in our uh, sound system. So any question that's asked through a microphone, uh, the um, remote guest is able to uh, hear that question and respond to it. Um, it's pretty. Um, amazing to you know especially with such a powerful film to bring someone in you know uh uh to further th that conversation and and uh about the subject how long have you guys been using video conferencing was this the first year that you did it and uh wh whether this was the first year or not how did the idea come about and how did you guys come to implement video conferencing into the festival so um we we have been doing it for uh with Polycom for the last 4 years. Um and again, you know, we have had um uh over the years had guests uh that that are important to the conversation that that happens after the film. Um you know, going to film festivals, it's more than just watching the movie. It's it's that access to the artist or the subject, uh, the filmmaker, uh, and ha and having that conversation on what what drove that project and being made. You know, we've had um, people with visa issues that couldn't make it. Uh, you know, that that um, weren't able to make it into the country because they're having issues around their visa. We've had people that are on probation and can't leave the state that they're in. Um, you know, there's a, like why we we do it is is to you know enhance uh, the film going audience's um, experience around the films um, to connect them closer to that project. The setup process of of bringing in this equipment into these theaters at, at whatever festival where the festival is. Um, What's that process like? Uh, do you need to hire, starting four years ago, did you need to hire new sort of technicians that could set it up? Um, the Wi-Fi that you're connecting to in order to video conference? What are some of the challenges uh, that come about bringing video conferencing in? Um, well, Polycom is really great to work with. Polycom has been a, a great partner on that. Um, I work with a company called Boston Light and Sound that does the installation with uh, of my uh, equipment and tuning of the equipment in our theaters. You know, we build seven theaters, and then um, and then you know we have some regular theaters, and normal theaters don't have this equipment in in there. So. Um, with a combination of of uh Boston Light and Sound um working with Polycom and then um my internal um IT department uh and getting us the kind of bandwidth that that we need um we've we've accomplished this um and you know it's just pre-planning and having the equipment in place to to do it so 
you know, with Polycom's guidance, it went it went very smoothly. Great. And for those that are participating, that are video conferencing in, what was the process of uh, sort of bringing up this idea to them, making sure that they were able to connect from wherever they were like? How receptive were they to it? And then once they did video conferencing afterwards, what was their uh, sort of what was their experience like, uh, the ones that you've spoken to? Um, so uh, it's we communicate you know when when we find out that someone that's not able to attend we start the dialogue on on how um uh you know that we would like to do this um we you know uh the process has been refined over the years um but basically we send them a link uh that it, you know as long as they're on uh, a strong network on their end they they connect to that link with their laptop uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty seamless on our side. Um, we do, uh, uh, ask that, that participants rehearse with us, that we do a dry run, um, before the, that we go live with it so that we're able to, um, uh, troubleshoot any problems that they might have on setup. Uh, of their settings on their laptop or, or things like that, that we're able to discover that. Um, but what we generally do is like um, when the show is live, um, we connect with them with about, you know, 10 minutes out from the uh, film ending. Uh, we have someone in the booth that uh, connects with them. And then as soon as the credits are done, uh, we switch over to the camera and bring them up on the screen. Um, we have not had anyone that has been challenged where they're not able to do it. it it's it's pretty straightforward. And in this modern world, everyone knows how to uh, sort of uh, navigate it. It's It's not that difficult. The audience. Oh, please go ahead. Uh, I would say that all of our participants have been very um, receptive to the idea and had good experiences with it, and we're glad to participate um, in in our Q and A's. So I'd, I'd imagine you've seen, you know, dozens, if not you know, hundreds of these Q&As over the years. Uh, you've seen them both in person and through video conferencing. The audience that that are participating in these Q&As, the ones asking the questions, what's their reception been like and what has their experience been like? What are the, some of the similarities and differences between um, participants that are video conferencing in and, and their engagement with the audience versus those that are there in person? Um, our audiences are thrilled um, with it. Um, uh you know um especially this year with with uh the um Syrian documentary it was a very moving experience you know um uh and and quite emotional like the filmmaker themselves were just like floored that we were able to to do that and and it was it, it was important and substantive in 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 you know um our audiences were floored that we were able to uh, bring someone in from Syria, as you can imagine, with the, the challenges around that. Um, you know, we uh, um, 
Last year, we did uh, Roger Ross Williams uh, with Life Animated uh, for a volunteer screening, and our volunteers were like over the moon uh, excited that they got some engagement with with him before you know the the festival premiere, and it's um, you know with both live and and um, you know in person Q and A's, and then the Q and A's that we uh, facilitate with Polycom. Um, I think that just that engagement is so um, uh, important to our audiences uh, that I, I don't think there's really that much of a, of, a, of a difference. You know, they've just watched the film and they're able to ask some questions of someone that's either there or uh, calling in remotely. Um, it just furthers the experience um, of of the film itself. One of the most important aspects of any video conferencing system is that it allows people to essentially do their jobs or, or get done what they need to get done over long distances. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Sundown, the Sundance Film Festival for a lot of filmmakers is a way to get eyes on their sometimes independent films, sometimes documentaries, um, but to get eyes on their film and ultimately to potentially get further distribution in one way or another. Um, mm-hmm. For these people that are, are video conferencing in, how important is it for them to be able to speak to an audience, an audience that sometimes may have you know, heads of different studios or, or uh, different companies that might end up distributing these films. How is it important for these filmmakers to get in front of them and to, uh, you know, be more of a presence that, that might tip the scale just a little bit further to get, you know, further distribution or, or further acknowledgement for their film? I mean, um, I can't speak to that directly because, you know, I'm more of like the technical side, but I would say that 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 probably is pretty important to them. Uh, again, it is it is um, adding further context and uh, and um, uh, like information about why that film was made or the importance of 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 that story. It it's allowing those people that are maybe on the fence. Uh, about those decisions, hear the stories of passion um, that uh, went into, you know, having that film be made. Um, Because, you know, making a film is not easy. So, you know, hearing the story behind that, I think, is, is, uh, is relevant to those sort of decisions. Go back to the technical side a bit, then. Um, as someone who needs to ensure that these things go off more or less without a hitch, I mean, there's obviously there's a schedule that needs to be kept. Uh, as the movie's coming to a close, and as you know, you know, 10 minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, 30 minutes from now, whatever it might be, this needs to be working. How? What's that process like for you as on the technical side of things? Are you... Um, you've been do- working with Polycom equipment and you've been doing this for several years now. Is it, is it just you're totally uh, cool, calm, and collected and, and not a worry in the world? Or are you, you know, double-checking things and, and making sure that everything's going to work out and, to a certain extent, crossing your fingers when the, when the moment comes? Um, I would say that, on, like, I know my side uh, is dialed in. Like the Achilles heel of this is is the network that the person is calling in on. 
um, on the stuff that I can control um, with with uh, working with Polycom and my technical team. Um, I know that our side is um, I don't want to say bulletproof, but close to being bulletproof because we've we've invested the time in in testing and uh and making sure that everything is in working order. Like I said, the Achilles heel is, you know, the person calling in on the other side. I don't have any control over their network. That's why we we try to schedule rehearsals um but, you know, um and uh you know, last I think it was two years ago we had uh, someone calling in from uh, a Polynesian uh, nation, and the network was less than ideal, but it still worked out. You know, um, there was a little bit of stuttering, but again, that's nothing that I can control. So, on my side, with with um, you know the guidance of uh, of Polycom with their help, and then with uh, my technical team. Um, I feel I, I don't lose any sleep over it, let's say. Have any tips or tricks or advice for people that might be in similar situations and, and not, you know, not not with debuting films or anything like that. But uh, even even for people on the technical side, when, you know, a large conference meeting is going on in their company and they need to make sure that at the very least on their end, the video, uh, the video conferencing equipment is sound. What What sort of advice do you have for them? Um, set it up ahead of time. You know, that's what we do. We, we, we set it up and, and, um, pound on it. We try to make it, we try to make it not work. Um, uh, you know, uh, having, uh, um, having good people set up your network and, and your network architecture and, it's you know with the institute we we we're split between three offices uh, we have an office in new york an office in la and then our office here in park city um actually right before i joined this call uh i came from a video conference um where we had our monthly staff meeting between the three offices and it's in you know it's it's um it, it's understanding the equipment and setting setting it up correctly that's that's the biggest tip. It says no one's really reinventing the wheel. It's just make sure that everything's working correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no reason to reinvent a wheel. You just end up with another wheel. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned that uh, you guys do also within your uh, sort of corporate Sundance Institute that you guys use video conferencing as part of uh, your processes there. Uh, outside of the festival itself, how important has that been to you guys, especially when I'm sure that there's a lot of travel that goes on uh, throughout the company? Yeah, I mean, well, as an organization, we couldn't get to get we couldn't get together and um, do our work effectively split between the three offices without the ability to video conference. You know, um, conference calls uh, are only so effective that you know that that being able to to see uh, the other side is it you know it just furthers the communication and collaboration. Um, uh, you know, whether it's all you're all able to look at the same document at this at, at, at the same time, or gauge um, the body language of those on the other side. It's uh, 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 I'm a big proponent of video conferencing. 
All right, Holden Payne, Technical Director of Exhibition and Production for the Sundance Institute. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to My Tech Decisions podcast. You can find us online at www.techdecisions.co or find us on Twitter at My Tech Decisions. We'll see you next time.